So we come to the last group in the body. I started to say the end of the body, but I don't think that's quite right. <laughs> that will come soon enough. Hmm. So this is the group that has tears, grease, saliva, mucus, oil of the joints, and urine in it. And we'll do our usual recitation of saying it five times forward and then uh, saying it to yourself uh, the same way, five times forward. Tears, grease, saliva, mucus, oil of the joints, urine. Tears, grease, saliva, mucus, oil of the joints, urine. Tears, grease, saliva, mucus, oil of the joints, urine. Tears, grease, saliva, mucus, oil of the joints, urine. Tears, grease, saliva, mucus, oil of the joints, urine. Tears. The color of tears is clear, and their shape is that of watery fluid. They are above the waist. They're found in the eye sockets except, of course, when they are running down your cheeks. They're limited by the eyes and the eyelid. They're defined as being a watery saline solution. They're useful in that they clean and lubricate the surface between the eyeball and the eyelid. And they can be elicited by strong emotions, which most think are a uniquely human phenomenon. Studies suggest that crying releases stress hormones. In the Dharma world, it's said that the tears collected from all your past lives would fill all the oceans of the world. Sounds like a lot of lives and a lot of tears. What's also said is that you have not truly meditated on a retreat until you've wept in the hall. So you can bring your tears into the Dharma hall. Tears.
The next part of the body is grease. The color of grease is clear. Its shape is liquid and it's found above and below the waist and anywhere on the body. Its boundaries are on the skin and space. It's defined as oily fat on the hands, forehead, face, nose, or other parts of the body. Earwax comes from a combination of oil and sweat. It lubricates the skin. It offers protection and waterproofing of the skin, and it helps to prevent dehydration. So much for getting all that grease off. It also lubricates the scalp and the hair. Grease.
Next on our list is saliva. So the color of saliva is clear. Its shape is that it's thinner at the tip of the tongue and thicker in the back of the tongue. It's above the waist and in the mouth and it's surrounded by the oral cavity. So this liquid, this saliva, actually begins the process of um, digesting food. Human beings, that's you, secrete and swallow up to one and a half quarts daily. Saliva is 99.5% water and you produce a quart of saliva a day or 10,000 gallons in a lifetime. Its function is to moisten food and to lubricate mouth parts, to act as a digestive agent to sugars. It breaks down food that's caught in your teeth and it protects the teeth and your tongue. Here's the very good news. There have been some studies that suggest that meditation produces healthier saliva and decreases cavities. (laughs) Saliva.
The next body part is mucus. Mucus can be clear, yellow, or green. It's a thick, glutinous, and sticky fluid. It's found above and below the waist, in the nasal cavity, as well as in the digestive, reproductive, respiratory, gastrointestinal, and urogenital tracts. So it's thus bordered by the respiratory, digestive, reproductive, gastrointestinal, and urogenital tracts. It's defined as being a slippery secretion by the mucous membranes and glands. There is a layer of mucus along the inner walls of the stomach that is vital to protect the cell linings from the highly acidic environment within it. The saline protective layer of mucus is what comes out when you sneeze. Mucus does not digest in the intestinal tract, so mucus commonly appears in fecal matter, whether its origin is from the intestines or swallowed. Its function is that it helps to clear debris in nasal passages and moistens the linings. It contains an antiseptic that serves to protect cells in the digestive, reproductive, respiratory, gastrointestinal, and urogenital tracts. An all-round useful substance, mucus.
Next up is oil of the joints, otherwise known as synovial fluid. It's colorless and its shape is that it's an egg-like consistency and kind of liquid. It's found above and below the waist, wherever there are moving joints. And its, its boundaries are that it's found in between the bones and the connective tissue. So it's defined as being a thick, stringy fluid found in the cavities of synovial joints with its egg-like consistency. Synovial fluid reduces friction between the cartilage and other tissues in joints to lubricate and cushion them during movement. So it lubricates the 230 joints in the body to facilitate easy movement. The inner membrane of synovial joints is called the synovial membrane and secretes the synovial fluid into the joint cavity. This fluid seeps into the micro cavities filling all the empty empty spaces. During movement, the synovial fluid held in the cartilage is squeezed out mechanically to maintain a layer of fluid on the cartilage surface. It has an odd note here, but I think it's an image to consider when you're thinking about synovial fluid, which is the tin man in the Wizard of Oz with his can of synovial fluid. Oil of the joints.
So the last body part is urine. In healthy persons, the color is pale yellow, clear, or amber. It's a watery liquid and it's found below the waist. It's created in the kidneys, stored in the bladder, and excreted through the urethra. It's bounded by the bladder, kidney, urethra, and space. Its definition is that it is a fluid secreted from the blood by the kidneys, stored in the bladder. Urine consists of 95% water and 5% solids. Urine is virtually sterile and nearly odorless. It has many names, pee, piss, take a leak, voiding, and probably many others. Its function is elimination of liquid not needed by the body. On average, the human bladder can hold 13 ounces of liquid. Urea is toxic and can be irritated, irritating to skin and eyes. However, after suitable processing, as is done, for example, on the International Space Station, it is possible to extract potable water for drinking. Its current uses are in munitions. It's been used for the manufacture of gunpowder from potassium nitrate. In textiles, it's sometimes used to prepare textiles, especially wool, for dyeing. In agriculture, urine contains large quantities of nitrogen as well as significant quantities of dissolved phosphates and potassium the main macronutrients required by plants. Why it's good to pee in your garden. In ancient times, Buddhist monks used fermented cow's urine for medicine. The Romans used urine as a bleaching agent for cleaning clothes and teeth. Scotland used urine to wash and soak wool to prevent shrinking. Urine.
So let's now to honor this entire sequence of body parts. Let's recite the list. Let's do it slowly, a little bit like a body scan. So that as we name each part, you take just a second to touch in with that part of your body. Head here, body hair, nails, teeth, skin, flesh, sinews, bones, bone marrow, kidneys, heart, liver, diaphragm, spleen, lungs, large intestines, small intestines, stomach, feces, brain, bile, phlegm, pus, blood, sweat, fat, tears, grease, saliva, mucus, oil of the joints, urine, the body. I'd like to think that maybe we all just bowed to our bodies. There are a couple of announcements. One is to let you know that hmm, there are millions of people marching today. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.